Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of The Bookkeeper's Voice. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm Amy. Um, uh, I'm the founder of The Bookkeeper's Voice, The Savvy Bookkeeper and Off The Hook Bookkeeping. And this week I am hosting the podcast again. So uh, most of you uh, know Angie who regularly uh, hosts the podcast, but I am back. And today I'm joined with Maya Coglin. She's our practice manager at Savvy. Um, and off the hook and together we're going to be discussing some tips on managing bookkeeping and workflow stress so thanks for joining me Maya that's all right it's good to be here again yep definitely um so last week we talked a little bit about so I had Angie on um so as you know Angie's one of our team members at Savvy as well so we talked about how important it is to manage your stress levels as a bookkeeper and a business owner and we talked a bit more about personal stress whereas today um so we promised you last week that we'd give you some tips um about how we actually um you know like what to do about it whereas last week we just kind of identified the problem gave you guys a questionnaire so hopefully you've had a chance to do the stress test but if not we'll give you the link again and make sure you listen to the previous episode so that you can catch up if you missed out on that so um, I guess the the gist of it is that if you burn out and are too stressed then you can't support your clients and your staff and your family and you know also yourself if it gets that bad so so that's why Maya's here today because she is definitely someone who helps to helps our business to keep an even keel when it comes to mm-hmm. to stress. So. Yes, I'm all about having a manageable workload, even though Big time. yeah. <laughs> I having said that, there have been plenty of times when I myself have got stressed and not had a manageable workload. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, I think, I mean, I think one of the big things that, you know, like if you've gotten stressed in the past, usually if we have a quick chat, we usually just find it's usually to do with priorities kind of getting a little bit out of order. Yeah, that's right. Um, So often we create huge to-do lists in our heads and everything seems like top priority but when you take a moment to step back and look at everything actually there are so many things you can just cross off the list or put on a much much later do it when I have free time which will actually be never so it's really not that important a lot of the things that we think are priorities actually aren't when you focus on them yeah yeah exactly right and I was thinking um yeah, so for those of you who joined us last uh, week, we did talk in quite a bit of detail about what personal stress actually is and what it does. And you can find some interesting resources about stress on the Better Health website. So that's a Victorian government website. So um, it's always good to see if you can find some local guidelines on this kind of thing so you can look up your local city depending on where you're based and we'll provide a link for this but they've got um they've got a really good little definition 
page about like stress management and why it's actually important. And the, the reason I want to quote that is because when I went on there to have a little bit of a look, it says that stress is a process, not a diagnosis, which is really interesting because last week we pointed to, um, so we did, I did an interview with Tim Hoopman and he talks about mental health in the work workplace, but stress is not a mental health issue or diagnosis um, so it's actually a process and it says like we experience stress when there is an imbalance between the demands being made on us and the resources we have to cope mm. so that's that's really like relevant to to what we're going to be talking about next with Myers tips so um that, yeah and so you found something on it on beyond blue as well didn't you what, yeah you on find? beyond blue it says stress is a part of life and I'm sure we're all aware of that. Uh, but you can develop skills to support yourself and others when times are tough. And those skills or sort of techniques are, we'll cover some of those. That, that's mm. the point of today. Yeah, that's great. And that's good because actually I never thought about this, but it actually kind of distinguishes the difference between stress and anxiety. So anxiety is like, it's to do with their thinking and worrying about things where stress is like a physical response and it happens mm. to everybody, whether you have anxiety or not. So, um, so that's why it's really helpful to kind of have some ways um, to manage the workflow um, stress, because obviously when things pile up, it can be really overwhelming for anybody. So um, yeah, cool. So do you want to, you can just go through your, um, you know, like what's important to you as someone right. who, cares about the team stress loads and workloads. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess my three main things that you should look at when you want to reduce your stress, and these three things are sort of in order, like you would do the first one, then the second one, then the third one. So that's the order we'll talk about them in. But the first one is set goals. The second one is prioritize. And the third one is have a schedule. Yep, that's great. And I'm chucking in a fourth one on the end. So we'll talk about that at the end, yeah. which is yeah, having there's a fourth a, one. To, I guess the fourth tip helps you manage your schedule a bit. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's right. It's not directly to stress. Yeah. So yeah. setting goals is the first one. And it might seem like, you know, you've got all these things to do. The last thing you want to do is sit back and not do anything on your list and instead think about what you should be doing. It just... If, if you think about it like that, <laughs> yeah, setting goals does not sound productive, but it helps you to figure out why you're doing things, which will be the next step of prioritizing. But setting goals, um, anyone can set a goal of like, I want to have this many new clients by the end of the year, or I just want to make more money. But those aren't real goals. They're just sort of vague dreams. You need something specific that you can then set out like how you're going to actually achieve that when you're going to achieve that how you're going to measure whether you're on track to achieving that yeah and exactly. that's how you set goals that are going to actually be attainable and realistic and relevant to what you're trying to do in your business and your life as well yeah that's really good it's very good. And, you know, that's the, that sort of ties into the SMART goals that, that you talk yeah. about um, in the Priorities Masterclass that you ran. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We talked about setting SMART goals, which is basically what I just described without yeah. using that word. But, yeah, SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, 
and time bound. So yeah. you set the specific goal. I want to have this much income or I want to have this many clients or something like that. And then measurable is, you know, obviously it's measurable because you know what the end result will be. So you'll be able to see as you go along how close you are to that end result. And then it's achievable. Yeah. You're not saying I want to make, I want to be making $5 million a month by the end of the year. Like that's probably yeah. not achievable for most people. So set something that's actually achievable. So you're not mm. disappointed when you don't manage to reach this goal that wasn't achievable in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I love the point that you made, which is tying now linking into your next one, which is about knowing why. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you might be, I mean, if someone says, oh, you know, I want to get three new clients by the end of the year, and then you say why, and it's like, I don't know, because I just thought that would I'm be a good number. To. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why? Like if you're, um, your goal is to have a certain amount of profit or cash flow or something coming through your business, like what does that look like for you if if you achieve that so now now i guess we're going on to step two which is prioritize you've set your goals you know what you have yeah. to do to achieve those goals now you have to figure out what you're going to do first and what other things that you thought you were supposed to do maybe you don't really need to do some of those things so you're you've got your goal and you want to make be making x amount of money by the end of next financial year or something and um i guess first of all yeah why what what does it look like and and this like do you and why is it important yeah why is it important what will change in your life if you have that and on on a on a smaller level um it um, I thought to include that because of a conversation that you and I had this week mm. um, where we were talking about some new reports we're going to make to track some things with Savvy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I we, said, oh, what? And, and <laughs> I'm like, said, okay, oh, put it this on include. the report. Yeah, and you're like, it, why? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so a lot of, when you're prioritizing your tasks, ask yourself, why you think it's a priority if you look at all the things that you think you need to do ask yourself why you need to do them and sometimes you'll actually realize that it's not that important to do all of these things and maybe maybe the motivation yeah is like out of line do you know what I mean like maybe you're doing it for someone else or because you feel that you should rather than doing it because it's something that you want Yeah, exactly. If you're doing it just because somebody else told you to do it, it's not really Mm. a good enough reason. You need to, you should only be doing things that, or or prioritize the things that you really feel are actually important, not just that somebody else said are important. Mm. Or or things that you saw other bookkeepers Mm. doing. Yeah, because like, something that we share on else. Facebook, that's right. You see like, oh, what's that person doing? Oh, that person's using this software or something like that. And we want to kind of copy them, but it's like, or a big one is actually about growing, growing your business. So there's been a big thing over the years. And I think uh, some of us are kind of getting over that a little bit, but every, there was this big thing on like grow your business. Like that was the biggest thing in the world. And then 
you know, like I started thinking, why? Like, why do you want a bigger business? Like, that's why we changed Savvy so much and started the membership because I was like, I want like quality over quantity. Like the goal is not to have a big business. The goal is to have a profitable business, a happy business, like, you know, a business that fits in with your life and all that kind of thing. So it's like, why am I growing my business? Well, that's because everyone, that's what everyone tells me I should be doing, but it's like, well, that's not, it doesn't have to be that you can reassess Mm. and go. Yeah. Yeah. More business, more responsibility, more work. And yeah, that's right. Exactly. And you get to that. Do more work. (laughs) Exactly. That's, that's why I suggest thinking about like, what does it actually look like for you? Cause, cause it might, it might be amazing to have that much money coming into your business, but at the same time that, probably also means that you have to have more clients then you're probably going to have to hire new staff to cover the workload because yeah. otherwise you're going to be working and that sounds like more stress <laughs> yeah so yeah. if the whole and thing is, is it, about is the, stress is, like is the increased profit worth like all that extra stress mm, exactly so yeah that's prioritizing yeah. do the things that actually matter to you and if your to-do list is a thousand things long cut it down to the things that only matter to you or that matter the most and all the rest can go on a different list to look at later if you ever want to move on to those things and a lot of those things if you decide to do them later because they're not a high priority right now you might find that the majority of those things you never come back to because you mm. moved on, you'll be doing that definitely happens. the high it <laughs> definitely happens. You'll be doing those high priority things. Occasionally you'll think back, oh yeah, I wanted to do that. But it's just never high enough priority to get around to it. So mm. there's no point in stressing yourself out about needing to do these things that aren't actually high priority. That's yeah, that's true. I've got I just thought of this really fun framework that I learned years ago and I still do it um, to, to figure out the priorities because I know everyone has that like um, if it's like what is it high priority or low priority and then they have there's is oh is it important or not mm. important and is it urgent or not urgent? So someone taught me that and I like that model, but there's another cool one that I really like which is doing now, not doing now, never doing now. <laughs> and I love that one because that helps you get that there's this list of things like what Maya just, you know, just said about, um, you know, there's things on the list that you never even get started on. And there's something really good about deleting those things off the list mm. or hiding that list so that you never have to like, archive, you know, your archive it. So I've got um, a project folder where I put everything that I'm doing or not doing. And I have a folder called never doing. <laughs> Um, or, you know, or it could be, do, I think it's doing now, not doing now, never doing, oh, never doing now. That's what it is. So it's like, never, I'm never doing this now. Like it's always someday. So you can actually delete them and you feel so good afterwards. You're like, mm. oh, wow. My to-do list has gone from like a million things to like five. <laughs> yeah. I have, um, I have an app that I use for just like my personal to-do list and if something has been in the overdue section for X amount of time, I take the due date off it 
because yeah. it's obviously not That's going to happen. I don't need to look at it every day and be like, ah, look at all these things that are overdue. <laughs> Stop it's reminding me. <laughs> it was obviously something that I wanted to do. I thought I would do it on that day. I didn't. I never did it. Yeah. I may still want to do it eventually. If I do still want yeah. to do it eventually. Like you don't want to forget about it. Off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then it goes into like this other area that I never look at good but eventually I could go back and do it but I don't need to look at it every day if I'm actually just not going to do it yeah exactly yeah it's really good so that's kind of like I was just thinking I sort of jotted down when you're speaking but the first one you said about setting goals is like figuring out the what and the priorities is obviously as you said the why so mm. then the next one is like the when so yeah for you it's and just with the, with the priorities we also did in in you know the priorities masterclass which you yes just before there is a exercise in there about so once you've set your goals there's an exercise in the priorities masterclass that will step you through one process there are many different processes that you could follow to prioritize your huge long list of things but there we go through an exercise that helps you cut mm -hmm. it down to i think it's the top five things that you should focus on and you're not allowed that's to focus good. on any of the other things until you finish <laughs> one of those five yeah that's really good that's good and um yeah we'll share the link to the priorities masterclass mm. as well so anything every anytime we mention a link today we'll share that in um you can go onto the podcast page or in the facebook group and and find that or on our website as well um yeah that's good so yeah, so we've done what, we've done why, and then, of course, the next one is when. So step number three, after you've set your goals and you've prioritised them, is to have a schedule. Mm, I love schedules. Yeah. <laughs> I love creating <laughs> schedules. They make me feel like I'm going to be so productive. Yeah. And they yeah. do help, but not always. I mean, something's going to come up, and it takes this might sound weird, but it takes practice to follow a schedule, I think, because you're used does. to just doing things. Discipline. Yeah, discipline. For example, emails. Uh, checking emails, I think, is everyone's weakness. Yes. Most people, uh, including myself. I don't know about <laughs> you. I don't know if you check your emails that often. Just don't but... check them anymore. Uh, I'm um, just kidding. But... I do. <laughs> but... I, once a month yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always have my well I try not to but if I'm not if I don't concentrate on it I have my email tab open in my browser all day and if an yep. email comes in I'll see that the notification like the number of unread emails has gone up and I'll mm. go in and I'll check it it's impulsive I can't help it if it's there I'm going to look at it so don't let it be there I have to remind myself, okay, I'm going to work on this thing. I don't want to be interrupted. I have to close my email tab unless there's specific information that I need in a specific email to do the task I'm doing, which you can copy and paste somewhere else. So you don't have to have your emails open. But and we could actually share the link to that. You did an episode, oh, a previous episode. So if you go back a couple of episodes, Maya actually did a whole thing on emails, which you can yeah. talk about. But I think emails are very stressful for some people, like it can be maybe one of the most stressful parts of business because it can, yeah, it can dive, it can just divert you and suck you in and take. I know it can ruin your day. You have, so you've created your <laughs> schedule, right? You've created your schedule, which I guess we're going to creating the schedule after I'm doing this a little bit out of order, not sticking to my schedule, but, <laughs> <That's> um, <all. laughs> but 
after you've created your schedule, you start work in the morning, you know what you're going to do for the day, you open your email, all of a sudden, everything just is completely derailed because you start just putting out fires left and right from all these emails that have come in and, oh, this client wants this and that client wants that and this system's broken and that link doesn't go there anymore <laughs> and this person wants answers to this question and um, it's the end of the day and oh I didn't do God. anything that I was supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Speaking from real life experience there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I was starting to feel stress while you were describing that. I know, I'm like, I know. It happens. It happens. It's really stressful. It is actually really yeah. stressful. Emails are a huge thing that will contribute mm. to your stress and you need yeah. to manage the way that you check your emails. Yeah. You need to be disciplined. And, and I think that's why I joke. Practice. So I joke about not checking my emails anymore, but I do check my emails. What I do is I just do it during a specific time. Mm. Like I don't, because, I, you know, you, I think you reach a point where you're just like, I'm not going to let these emails and what everyone else wants and their demands like to control my life and take over my day. Like as well, you sort of reach a point where you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. And, um, you know, you can so for me it's after lunch like I check my emails after lunch because first mm. thing in the morning is like I've got to do stuff like I don't want to get distracted and yeah. then checking emails is like for me when I check emails I always just check for emails that I don't need to respond to and then I come back to the other ones once the inbox is cleared it's just yeah. like obviously there's a different way for everyone but just how you know like we don't have to be victims to our emails. Like we can, you know. Get, there are some good tips. Come in up with that those. email episode that Angie and I did okay. a few weeks back. Um, that that I've been using more now since mm. since doing that episode. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got a much better handle on all my emails, which is great. Yeah. So going back a little bit um, to actually creating your schedule schedule um there time are, blocking. yeah time blocking I love time blocking um like I said it makes me feel like I'm going to be so productive and when I follow it I am super productive it's so good when I check my emails first thing in the morning I don't follow my time blocking for the rest of the day so that that good. is something that it's good that you've known like it's good when people become aware of those things like cool like finally because yeah. there'll be people listening now who like their emails just dominate them all the time like it's just that's what determines the direction of the day whatever yeah. the first email is about <laughs> yeah and if they'll you, be off if you let your email be if you let your email dictate your work day mm. instead of you dictating your work day then you're only going to do the things that your email tells you to do on that day you're not going to do any of the things that were actually the priorities that you set down for the things that you wanted to do to reach your goals yeah exactly schedule do time blocking um and we talk about this in the priorities masterclass as well i guess this is kind of a short description of the things that we cover in the priorities masterclass Mm. in more detail True. um it has templates to help you do this stuff but, so, <laughs> I love templates. Yeah. So creating your schedule um, for time blocking, I guess a basic overview is that you separate your day into blocks of time. You don't necessarily choose specific tasks, like too specific to go in each block, but you would have a block for checking your emails 
you would have a block for maybe working on this particular client's file or that client's file, or you would have a block of time for um, uh, like doing marketing or social media or something for your business. So you would have a block of time for checking over your own business's finances or your own business's goals or re-looking at your goals and your priorities each week to see if you're on track. You can have a block of time to look at your time blocking or time blocking yeah, inception. Exactly. Um, um, and something that really helps me is not just, so you've set your block, your blocks for the week. Like on this day, I want to work with this client and on that day I want to focus on the internal business stuff and on this day I want to do this stuff or before lunch I'll do this and after lunch I'll do that but the to get the most out of it think about the top three things that you want to work on uh, so that would be the either the top three things for the day or you can think about which thing is most important for you to do in each of your blocks of time. But that that can be helpful or or not. It depends on how you, you know, try it one way, try it another way, really. There's no one way that works for everybody. What works for me is if I think about the top three things I need to get done the next day. Because similar to emails, I find it really disruptive. I tried to do it first thing in the morning. I Sometimes, you know, I forget to do it the day before. I just don't feel like it. And then I start work in the morning and I'm ready to start work, but I don't know what I'm doing yet. And yeah, my time blocking says I'm working on product creation, but what product am I working on today? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't told myself what I'm supposed to do yet today. It's too vague. So... Then I have to, you know, spend the first 10, 15 minutes of my day figuring out what I'm actually going to do today in the time blocking. So if I do it the day before, then when I start in the morning, my first minute of work is actually working on the stuff that I need to work on today. Yeah. So that's that's the system that's that idea. I would recommend. <laughs> I've tried and tested several different ways to do this, and this is the way that works best for me. Anyway, is at the end of the day, or maybe even after lunch, because after lunch is when you check your emails. Yes, after lunch is when you check your emails, not first thing in the morning. Mm. And when you check your emails, then you can see things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. And yeah, exactly. most of the time they don't need to be done straight away. And you can actually do it tomorrow or the next day or whenever you work on that client's business. So well, I, I think it's the, I was thinking about the, you know, obviously if stress is like this physical reaction, I think that it's actually when you check the email, it's the stress that you feel that you're actually trying to, it's like the stress that you feel is like a little fire and you try and put it out. You're like, mm. I don't want to feel this stress. So I'm going to deal with this email rather than realizing like, oh, I can just like put down the email and step away kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, exactly. I, because if you didn't feel that stress and you looked at and read that email without the feeling of stress there, you would probably realize it's not as important as it feels so mm. the feeling that you're getting is like this is really important but if you think about it like when you're running a bookkeeping business 
or any kind of business, like how often is an email that feels urgent actually urgent? Like hardly ever. Mm. It's hardly ever actually urgent. Sometimes it feels urgent because you're like, oh my gosh, I should have done this or something like that. But it's actually not. Yeah. That this, is, this is a great moment to come back to the point before of why. If you read an yes. email and you go, oh no, I need to do stuff. Yeah. Just take a step back for a second. For each email, why do I need step to do back this? and think about it. Do I really need to figure this out right now? Do I really need to respond to this right now? Or can I do it later? And if you can do it later, do it later. Unless it takes you one minute. Maybe you could do it now. But if it takes it's you more than one minute. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. You probably will. Even if, if it's something I can't do it in like less than three seconds, then don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless, unless responding to it involves pressing the little delete button, then. Yeah. Archive. Um, yeah. Archive. No, thanks. I love or, the archive button. Or one of the tips. Snooze. Snooze. Yes. Yeah, I love right. the snooze button. Um, or one of the tips that I said in the other podcast the other day about emails was creating a task, which we're going to talk oh. about in a minute, creating a task from the email in your That's task management app. Way. And then you don't have to look at the email. You can like remove the email from your site forever. You never have to see that email in your emails again. You can just look at it in the task that you've created yourself. Exactly. So when creating your schedule, set out the times of day that, and they can be fairly vague. It can be all of the morning. I'm going to work on the top three priorities. And then in the afternoon, I'll fight my fires or something like that. It can be as, as simple as that, or it can be more specific. Try it some different ways. Different ways will work for different people. It will take some practice to actually follow your schedule, but on top of figuring out when you're going to do things, set aside a little bit of time each day to figure out what you're going to do. What are your top three things? You're not allowed to have more than three for one day. Three things, that's it. Yeah. And then you, if, if you have to, you can have a separate list of maybe things, but your definite things should only be three and do them first. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think I feel the least stressed if I make that list the night before mm, yeah, because in the morning, I think if I make the list in the morning, like I've already, like things have already started, like action is already happening. And so it's easy to get sidetracked or forget or wake up like in a bit of a, you know, you're sort of drifting through, like, what do I do? Whereas if you do it the night before, you like already have a plan mm. and I feel for me that makes me feel and less it, stressed it also reduces again the likelihood of someone else dictating what you're going to put on the list mm -hmm. because if I you know we use our our internal chat is the same app as our mm. task management app so if yeah. I log in in the morning and determine my tasks for the day I will see maybe that someone has messaged me asking me to do something and that can influence what I will put on my list for today but yeah that's right if I do that you know maybe that thing that that person asked me to do sounds really urgent at the time and I'm like oh yeah I'll just do this quickly today but it might not be quick and it might not actually be important I could do it next week and it wouldn't make a difference to anybody so yes yeah, set exactly. it the day before I would definitely try setting it the day before 
And I think that's how we started realizing like it's better for, you know, if we message each other and say, because I mean, just for everyone listening, just so you know, like Maya is one of the people, like Maya does everything like in the business, like Maya's like our, like, you know, she's our practice manager. She's our, you know, client projects manager. She's got her own work to do, but she also has to manage like everyone else's work as well. And she's also our tech person. So being our tech person, she's the person that everyone goes to when something breaks, when something doesn't work, when they need to know how to do something. So for those of you who have staff, you probably have someone in your business who's like the go-to person for lots of different, like a whole variety of different things. So part of Maya's job is actually that, like is actually being interruptible because there are things that come out on certain days which means that you've had to really like make the effort to go all right on the days where you need to get your own work done instead of doing things for other people you've set aside like do not disturb days because that helps you to get those things done otherwise it's just constant stress of people throwing tasks at you yeah in my latest edition of my of my (laughs) time blocking calendar because Whatever you set the first time around is probably not what's going to work best for you. It's going to be trial and error. You'll do it for a day and then realize that this doesn't work and you need time for that. And so it's it's adaptable. Review it regularly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, in my latest edition of my time blocking calendar, I have a couple of times a week, an hour set aside to do random stuff that people ask me to do. Yeah, So exactly. if, if I get asked at nine o'clock in the morning for something and I judged that it's not actually that high of a priority and they can do other work while they're waiting for me to do this one thing for them, I will leave it and I will do it later when I get to the block of time that I've set aside for doing these random things that everybody asked me to do. Yes, exactly. Because I mean, especially like earlier when you first started, like you might not necessarily, I mean, when, when people are just throwing tasks at you all day long, like Mm. you don't know how important they think it is or when they expect you to do it. So we sort of start, we started to get in the habit of like, whenever you ask someone to do that, you've got to say like, is it urgent? Is it not urgent? And say when you need it by. And then from there, we kind of worked out like, okay, like if you can add a task to that person's list, like rather than sending it in the chat, expecting them to stop what they're doing and add a task for themselves, like that helps as well. Like it just, because otherwise the stress of like that chat, you know, it's hard to keep track of all the conversations and, Mm. you know, and it's hard to know when the person wants it. Um, And like you were saying before about asking why, you know, there's sometimes, you know, the team will all be giving each other tasks and then it's like, why, like, why I want you to do this. Why do you want me to like, why do we need to do this? And figuring out like, we're actually taking, you know, sometimes we do things we don't need to do at all. Mm. So yeah. Helps the team to be more. Sometimes. So this morning, for example, when uh, I was just about to get started on something and um caitlin messaged me she's doing she's like our, our copywriter and marketing person and she messaged me and said she didn't have access to the the recording for this week's podcast and i know every thursday morning she uploads the podcast to be released on the friday morning and for some reason um the the file wasn't where it was supposed to be 
And so she messaged me because you know, that's one of the things that if anybody knows where that file is, it's gonna be me, even though I had nothing to do with recording it, uh, I would know where to find it. Um, exactly. so, she, <laughs> so she didn't message Amy or Angie, who were the people who actually recorded this podcast episode. She messaged me because I'm the person. Because you're the one that knows where, the st- where everything is. Yeah, that's right. And we had a joke for a little while. We had the hashtag Ask Maya because it's like mm-hmm. if anyone doesn't know anything or where anything is or how to do something, if you just ask Maya. Um, but then we were chatting the other day. But then day Maya got and, stressed. <laughs> yeah, Maya got stressed. And, you know, I think, like, it's good to check in for those of you who had start, have staff, like, check in because sometimes you've got staff that, especially, like, I mean, Maya, you're, you're a very productive person and you, you do a great job because you like to. Like, that's who you are. You don't just do it because, you know, it's your job and that kind of thing. You do, you do it because that's sort of how you are at work and not at work like Mm. you're a productive goal oriented person um and so so in the early days like I mean I I didn't actually realize like I didn't know when you were stressed so like I just like come up with ideas and give you tasks and all this sort of stuff and I figure like oh you'll tell me like if you get too overloaded, you'll tell me. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, obviously you've got quite a high capacity. So you have to learn, like checking in with staff is really important as well because you might not, different staff have different capacities. And so we use like a team dashboard now where everyone actually reports their stress levels and their wellbeing levels and, you know, that kind of thing, their job satisfaction. Because not, not only does everybody have a different capacity, but everybody has a different way of dealing with it when they get over capacity. And some people will say, ah, <laughs> me. I'm over capacity, help me, I'm stressed. And some people will just go into a shell and shrivel yeah, up that's me. and <laughs> just be really stressed and not deal with it. And nobody is aware of it. Disappear. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And, you know, like we, I mean, we talked about this last week with Angie. So um, Angie is like calm on the surface and like, like productive and go, go, go kind of thing. And um, yeah, there's like different signs, you know, different staff members have different ways of um, being stressed. So like Mm. the checking in and giving like the team a way to communicate because not everyone I mean, some people, regardless of how often you tell them, like, let me know if you get overwhelmed, they probably won't do that. Whereas if you have a weekly check-in where they just tick a box, you know, mark how many stars or whatever, you can track that. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a bonus point of not measuring, not dealing with your own stress, but helping deal with your staff stress. Yeah, that's right. Well, when you have a team, yeah, you've got to look out for your own stress and everybody else's as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, to make sure, you know, make sure so everyone's we- feeling okay and, you know, that you're prioritizing the things that you're delegating to the team as well. Mm. So I think that, yeah, and that your team are working on the same things that match with your priorities for definitely the business. Yeah. So okay. we've covered setting goals and prioritizing and your schedule um, and as part of your schedule, setting your your top three things to work on each day. Um, and then the fourth point is the how, which we have sort of touched on a little bit as well, which yeah. is 
having having a tool to delegate these tasks even if if you don't have a team just delegating them for yourself like i said copying the email into a task for yourself to look at tomorrow or something exactly yeah, that's right. Like, I mean, those listening, probably most of us have like some kind of workflow tracker, like some use Workflow Max or which is Zero Practice Manager. Um, you know, we use Teamwork, which has got an inbuilt chat. We use Airtable as well, depending on what we're working on. Um, and then a really popular one is Carbon. So heaps of our clients at Savvy use Carbon. Um, and then there's Asana and ClickUp and a whole bunch of other ones. Like there's endless tools that you could use, but having that tool that you can just kind of capture those tasks and, and delegate them and, you know, keep track is really helpful yes obviously that's a lot of information and you know like I was kind of thinking um (laughs) I kept actually thinking about how like when you and I were talking about like me so because I went through a time where I felt quite stressed and you um you said to me oh why don't you try (laughs) you said why don't you try meditating and I was like why and you're like I don't know I mean I said something but you said oh I don't actually meditate I yeah I was I was like, what the heck? But my response was, oh, I don't oh, actually think that that will I help. It's just something that it. people tell people to do. So it must exactly. help someone. That made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was trying to be annoyed with you. <laughs> Cause you're like, I'm like, I'm just trying to tell you something. And you're like, oh, what, why don't you try meditation? And I'm like, is that your response? <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> And then when you said you don't do it, but that's what other people say to do. And then I just, uh, yeah, I always think of, think of that and think, oh yeah, yeah maybe you should try meditating. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should try now, meditating. That was what you said. That was what that's, you said. that's just an ongoing joke for us. Whenever yeah, exactly. it's too much, to do, we're like, oh, it's fine. You can do everything. Just meditate. Yeah. Yeah. That. Or ask Anthony. <laughs> ask Anthony. <laughs> I did a typo the other day and I accidentally said Anthony. So he's, he's our new ask, ask Maya, which is Maya's new, Maya's new strategy of like, you know, not trying to help everybody, but focus on her tasks and kind of push back on others, you know, Hmm. like if you're someone that, you know, you, you know, you're so proactive and you're doing all of these things and people throw tasks at you. So you're like, cool, cool. Like I'll do it and stuff like that. But you know, there'll be bookkeepers who are listening who'd like need to actually go, no, like, I'm not going to do that. That's not that's actually not my job and point the person towards being able to do it themselves or learn mm. how to do it. Yeah. That's well. something I'm working so. on and learning at the moment is not just doing things as soon as people ask yeah. or doing things because people ask. But well, that's the downside thinking, of being so proactive and yeah. productive is that you've, you just want to keep things like moving forward and to, so to stop and show someone like mm. how to, yeah, exactly. So, so that's, that's the new thing is uh, if someone asks me to do something and I don't actually need to do it and they can actually do it themselves if they just try a little bit harder, then it's don't ask Maya, ask Anthony. That's why I ask Anthony. <laughs> well, that's the new hashtag. So yeah, that's good. So um, yeah, you know, hopefully all of these uh, yeah, suggestions that Maya has, has outlined today have been helpful in managing stress, um, you know, and I love the fact, and that's the reason, like, I mean, with med, like for me, it's like meditation. <laughs> if someone wants to meditate, like I have nothing against people that want to mm, meditate. That's all cool. That well. But for me, like the thing I love about like the way that you actually do things is that you just like you come up with a proactive plan like what can I do about this because you know you can go off and try and like realign yourself and just you know detach from what's going on but sometimes you just need to get in there and kind of like 
reorganize and reprioritize mm. and it kind of fixes the situation yeah you know, have a plan yeah. it, to get if, out of if, it <laughs> if you clear your mind but you don't fix the system then you're just gonna get it a foggy mind again yeah that's right and that's then you have to meditate every day <laughs> yeah no. it's like what why would you do that anyway whatever. meditation works for you then go for it don't stop yeah, doing that that's but, right but remember there's also the practical things which is why yeah, I exactly to bring that to you today. exactly maybe that's maybe you right. wouldn't need to meditate every day if you just reprioritize your exactly. list exactly and so next week's episode we're going to be talking about stress again and we're going to be teaching you how to meditate no i'm just kidding <laughs> not really not really we're going to be i'm going to actually actually have my senior actually actually have my senior bookkeeper come on with me and we're going to talk a bit more about stress as it relates to work but we're going to talk about client stress Mm -hmm. because everybody knows what that can feel like so we're going to talk about um yeah we'll talk about a bunch of things but obviously there's certain things that clients can do that stress us out especially in bookkeeping um things that feel really urgent and cause stress so we're going to be talking about that next week with Sharon um talking about some of the ways that she manages um you know the client relationship and the stress related to that so if you want to learn about today's topic then you can have a look in the notes we've got we're going to put all the links to everything that we mentioned today um and you know make sure you listen to the last episode and get that stress test because you know before you start putting these plans in place it's really good to get a snapshot of like your actual stress levels because there might be things outside of work and things happening in your life that are leading to stress as well or making you more sensitive to stress and um of course thank you to you Maya for joining us and come you know yeah yeah always good to be here yes <laughs> we love Maya so um all right cool so yeah so that's it for today's episode so until next time be smart and get savvy thank you for listening to the bookkeeper's voice we'll be back next week so subscribe to future episode notifications Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.